You are Locked On College Football, your daily podcast on all things college football. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, it's Tuesday already. That means you get me, Zach Blackerby, host of Locked On Auburn, and the one, the only, Isaiah Hole of Locked On Wolverines. How are you, sir? For the first time since we've been doing this, yes, you haven't had to wake me up in order to do this. No, I'm, I'm kidding. You were actually waiting not. on I was, me. I was up early today, which I'm, I'm a complete night owl. I normally am a, I'm a late riser. Uh, today, not the case. Woke up early, watched uh, The Mandalorian behind the scenes for season two. Wow. Made breakfast. Wow. You know, got at it. It was funny when when Locked On, when the powers that be at Locked On paired us together when we launched Locked On College Football. Uh, you know, they 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 sent us each other's contact info and all that stuff. We're like, hey, cool, let's figure out when we can schedule something. And you're like, cool, not mornings. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I do a morning show. I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, so uh, I go to bed at like two in the afternoon. So we gotta figure that out. So um, it's always be kind of funny. Do you. You wake up around the time that I go to bed, and that's not even a joke. Like, that, I seriously, I go to bed around 3 a.m. Yeah, that's just hard for me to wrap my mind around. But maybe I should, like, text you good morning, and you can text me good night or something cool like that. Let's act like we do that. We should probably do that, yeah. We solve problems right here on Locked On College Football. That's right. That's right. I guess we should talk about college football. So we're in the middle of bowl season, maybe. and I'm going to be honest. Like, I haven't really been, like, blown away by anything that's happened yet. No, I mean, nothing's really – I mean, it's, it's December 29th, right? Like, this is about the point when things start to actually kind of coalesce. I haven't watched really anything. The only one that I wanted to watch and I wasn't around, uh, I was on the road or something, was uh, Liberty in Coastal Carolina. Mm-hmm. And then, cause that, that one sounded just like looking at the recap like it was a really interesting one. But, I mean, the the – Games are getting more interesting, I believe, starting tonight, right? Because you start to you start to get some of these uh, these bigger games in Cheese It Bowl, which I know it's that makes it when you when you have to use the sponsor, you know, like that, and you're like, yeah, Cheese It Bowl. It's like, well, it's the first of two at Camping World Stadium in Orlando. It's like, oh, okay, Oklahoma State Miami. That's a huge game. The Alamo Bowls tonight, right. uh, which is uh, Texas and Colorado. That's a huge game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. There's a couple huge games, Wake Forest and Wisconsin. That one doesn't Oklahoma, do anything for me. Florida. Oklahoma, Florida does something for uh, me. No, Wake, Wake Forest, Wisconsin doesn't do anything for me except for, I mean, it's Wisconsin. I know Wisconsin's been bad, but I'm still curious to see how they do. Do you want to hear a fun I've, fact uh, about Wake Forest? I, I don't know, but we'll see. My grandfather, starting quarterback at Wake Forest back in the day. Not now, but back in the day he was. I was, gonna, I was really hoping you were going to say, and, and, you know, if it was now, I couldn't, I couldn't really dispute it, right? Like, it's Wake Forest. Right. It doesn't really exist in my world. Yeah, of course Wake Forest has a grandpa quarterback right now. Of course. What, 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 what was he rated by 24-7 sports? Was he a three-star, a four-star? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do you get a bump for that? Who knows? But – yeah, I mean, the, the Cotton Bowl's exciting. Got sixth-ranked Oklahoma versus seventh-ranked Florida. And, of course, that uh, that game is tomorrow on Wednesday, um, the 30th. So, like, that's going to be fun. 
It's at, I believe, 8 o'clock Eastern time. And so, of course, that's in uh, that's in Arlington. You got to think the final of that game is going to be like 60 to 50, right? I mean, there's going to be no defense to be had in that game. I don't know. Oklahoma started actually playing a little bit of defense down the stretch. But have they played an confusing. offense like Florida's, though? No, they haven't. So, yeah, I think you're right. But I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if, because Florida certainly has not played defense all year. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Oklahoma won just strictly based off of the fact that, may, you know, they might be able to get a couple stops where Florida might not be able to. Yeah. So th- that's a fun one. I'm looking forward to that. And it's like, what is Trask going to do as far as like, you know, the NFL's really eyeing in on him. Um, and Oklahoma would be a good opportunity for him to do that. Looking ahead, um, the the bowl game I'm probably most pumped about is um, A&M. A&M playing North Carolina. I think that's a lot of fun. And then underrated, the Outback Bowl, Indiana versus Ole Miss. I like that one as well. Wow, that's the fact that you just, you didn't even mention the Gator Bowl, NC State versus Kentucky. I mean, that's a huge diss to the Wolfpack and the Wildcats out there. Sell me no, on that I'm game. With you. Sell me that. Uh, sell me on uh, that game, Isaiah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd love to hear red, it. Red versus blue. Those are Superman colors. Okay. Um, that's that's all I got. Got it. It's in Florida. It's at it's at noon, so you can go to bed nice and early with you. <laughs> Get tired yeah. out from watching that game. Yeah, I, I can watch the game at noon and go to bed after. That's perfect. Exactly. Um, no, I, I'm with you on Ole Miss, Indiana. That one seems like a, a lot of fun. Uh, I, I'm totally with uh, the home field apparel people. Nine win Indiana. I know they can't get to nine this year just because they've missed some games, but it's uh, they're such a fun team. Ole Miss is so much more fun with Lane Kiffin at the helm. So I'm I'm really excited to see what uh, what that game is. Um, I you know what with Texas A&M and North Carolina, I just don't really. I, North Carolina seems so underwhelming to me. Maybe it's because we all expected them to be a lot better. They looked really good for a minute, and then just kind of been very meh. You know, they when they started to to lose games somewhat inexplicably. They only have what two losses, but they just they weren't the dominant team they kind of looked like they were going to be at the outset of the season so uh and a&m like the reason we celebrate them so much is that they lost to alabama right so uh it i I have a hard time getting up for them i'm I'm not really understanding a lot of the hype that a&m's getting and then it's like is a&m going to be able to get up for this game because like a&m legitimately believes they should be in the college football playoff they legitimately believe that and so it's like as a team, how do you respond to that? Because we've seen, you know, situations in the past, right, where sometimes they're like the teams get ticked off and they use that to motivate themselves and they go out and win the quote-unquote meaningless bowl game. And then on, uh, you've also seen teams that are just, you know, they just miss it and they're like, who cares? You know, and just go through the motions and lose. So it's going to be fun to see how Jimbo Fisher prepares that Aggie squad. I think that's interesting. I do too, and I've seen. I mean, I've seen it firsthand. I mean, twenty sixteen, also in the Orange Bowl, Michigan did not give a you know what about playing Florida State because they believed that they should have been in the playoff. I, here's the thing: I think when 
you lose like you did if you're A&M to Alabama, like you, you lost to the eventual SEC champion. I understand you, you had a really good season, but, but you lost to a team that's probably going to win it. You, you don't really have much room or much of a leg to stand on in that type of scenario, right? Like when you lose to the team that's eventually going to go on, like it's one thing if it's like, yeah, they, they went to double overtime. It was a squeaker. Uh, I mean, they played Alabama tough, but Alabama still won relatively handily, if mm-hmm. memory serves. So it, you don't really have much to stand on. You, like, yeah, we, we could be one of the best four teams in the nation, but you already had your shot. You're right. Going back to the Urban Meyer, uh, his argument back in 2006 about why Florida should have had the chance against Ohio State rather than Michigan getting a rematch, even though that game was pretty close, right? Right. It was, you had your shot. And you, you failed at it. No, you're right. Texas A&M, you had your shot. You failed at it. Right. You don't get to be in the playoff. You're right. You're absolutely right. Isaiah, you know, talk about all these bowls. I'm getting more and more excited about the rest of bowl season, uh, largely due to I kind of feel like I could be in on the action now. You know what I mean? With betonline.ag, uh, that is the, the only place that you need to go. It's the one place that we trust here throughout the Locked On Podcast Network, betonline.ag. In fact, you can sign up today, get a free account at betonline.ag, and you can use the promo code LOCKEDON, one word, no spaces, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for your 50% welcome bonus. But look, if you're listening to this show, you're passionate about college football, you probably know a ton about college football, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. A lot of really enticing lines that betonline.ag puts out there for all these bowl games, including prop bets, all kinds of things. If you can think about it, you can probably bet on it at betonline.ag. So get in on the action and also visit our good friends and exclusive partners at betonline underscore ag on social media to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code locked on for your sign up bonus today. That is at locked on. Uh, excuse me. That is at betonline.ag. All right, Isaiah. Other bowl games that you're excited about? You got any more? I'll tell you the one that's probably the most boring. You want me to tell you that one? Sure. It's the it's the uh, it's the Citrus Bowl. The Citrus Bowl. Um, Northwestern and uh, Auburn. Yeah, I just. Thank you. I just closed the the tab. I'm sorry that I had. Open I'm sorry. For it. I wasn't ready because to move I on. Thought we yet. Were moving on. I'm sorry. I was. Yeah, I wasn't I, ready I yet. We were moving on. Uh, you know what? Well, number one, the Citrus Bowl can't be boring just by virtue of the fact that they're in Orlando and the people who were there get to go to Disney before or after if they want. Dude, it's a so total that bummer. Automatically adds some intrigue. Yeah, you know, as an Auburn person. It's a total bummer that they're in Orlando during a time where, like, you can't really, like, vacation right now. Like, that stinks. Because in a normal year, like, it would have been really fun to go spend um, New Year's at, uh, in Orlando, but not this time. I, I did it last year. You know, Michigan played Alabama in the Citrus Bowl last year. So How'd that go? Uh, I, I, uh, well, for Michigan, it went really well for a half. <laughs> for me, it went really well for two days, New Year's Eve and the day after the bowl game. That's awesome. Disney, but, Good, uh, I'm glad you had fun. Uh, yeah, uh, no, it was a triple lifetime. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I know I know you don't feel like that's very exciting. I'm curious to see what Auburn brings to the table. Uh, I'm also curious to see what uh, if Northwestern will continue. Because, like, Northwestern, like, I understand they're not an exciting team in the 
traditional sense. Right. But like they every couple of years they end up bring, being a pretty good team. And honestly, having watched a, a little bit of them this year, their the defense is incredible, and it's really fun to watch. Um, and Peyton Ramsey's done a lot for that offense. Uh, maybe not as much against Ohio State, but I think that honestly that could be a really fun game. While we're kind of talking about that, I mean, Auburn, since you and I last talked, got a new head coach. Yeah, yeah. Brian Harson uh, spent the last several seasons at Boise State. Um, a surprise. You know, a lot of names were thrown out. If you would have uh, pulled up the, you know, gotten betonline.ag to make a line for you to bet on Brian Harson, you would have made a ton of money. Um, kind of came from nowhere. And... The initial reaction from the fan base was a lot of shock. And then since then, I think people are all in. He had a press conference on Christmas Eve. He really won over a lot of the fan base there. And now it's just like, okay, how's he going to build out his staff? Because he has really no connection to the SEC. He was the offensive coordinator for two seasons at Texas. He was the head coach at Arkansas State for a year. That's as close as he's gotten to this part of the country professionally. So... It's going to be fun to see if he gets more SEC-laden guys to fill out his coordinator positions and his position coaches, or is he going to stick with this West Coast stuff? It's going to be really, really fun to see. I don't know how you could recruit this area against Alabama, Georgia, Florida. Uh, Clemson's getting more and more into the state. I don't know how you do all of that without um, without SEC relationships, but we'll see. I mean, Harson's uh Harson's a go-getter. He's he's won everywhere he's been. So Auburn fans have definitely sold themselves on it. They uh, they really like Brian Harson. I, I think it's a great hire, honestly. I mean, and I mean he's a young guy. He's only five years older than I am. Uh, so I mean, he's he, he, being the, being a young guy. He's been at if if he can recruit to to Boise State, and I understand they had already kind of had a little bit of you know juice going to him considering you know chris peterson he didn't build boise state right like chris peterson built that right so it's kind of hard to to look at it at his tenure there and be like yeah exemplary i mean still really good but i mean he was just kind of continuing what peterson had built and he but he did it right so that's the uh that's the good thing uh i i think that you know the record overall considering he does he had been uh, at a couple different places, is uh, is really good. Seventy six and twenty four overall. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's always a coup, though, when you're a place like Auburn. You make a statement when you go out and get a guy like Harson, but strictly for the sake of he was the quarterback at Boise State once upon a time. He's a Boise native, a boy, uh, a, a Boise uh, State alum, a Boise boy, when, and he was. The, and when he was the head, you know, the fact that he was the head coach of his alma mater, right? And you pulled him away from there, that is a lot of cachet. And you know, you can, he can probably do a lot of damage on the recruiting trail just by mentioning that fact. Like, listen, I was at, you know, everybody knows what Boise State is, right? Kids know what, what Boise State is now, right? He can sit there and say, listen, I was there as a player and as a head coach, but Auburn. It, it meant a little something extra. I had to take this opportunity. And, you know, if you want to go and beat the best in Alabama, 
you can come with me and we're going to go go and do that. Right. I think that that's, uh, you know, it's got a lot of juice behind it. And I'm really excited to see what he's able to do down there. All right, we got a few more games we want to talk about. We'll talk about all that uh, next right here on Locked On College Football. Break through your wall, whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Built Go every day. It's easy to take in one-and-a-half-ounce packages. You can put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever, your golf bag to power through the back nine, or put it in your pocket to get through the day. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's a five-hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. It comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. So how does Built Go work so well? Well, Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into the system fast, plus it's easy on the stomach. Collagen also promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. Stuff literally makes you look better. Built Go is loaded with good stuff to ignite my work and my workout. Beta alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine. Built Go then kicks to keep me going strong with 10,000% of my daily percentage of B6 and B12 vitamins. So listen, visit BuiltGo.com. Use promo code LOCKED. You'll get 30% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. All right, I want to talk about the, the playoff games, and mainly one more than the other. Um, the Alabama-Notre Dame game is going to be so ugly. It's going to be, it's going to be terrible, Isaiah. Like, it's going to be, I think, a historical barometer when you look at how the playoff committee selects teams moving forward. Where, like, I think future Notre Dame teams are going to have a hard time making a case because of how this game is going to go. Uh, you, you spoke about it more than I was even intending. Uh, because my initial intentions in talking about this game was just, I thought you were going to ask me, does Notre Dame have a chance at a to even keep it close, and I was just going to say no and leave it at that. That's that's what Notre Dame is going into this game. They have no chance. They have zero chance. Notre Dame, it, it, here's the crazy thing about what, what, you know, Notre Dame likes to puff out its chest when, it, when it, you look at its schedule. I understand they beat Clemson, but they beat Clemson without the best player in college football. It doesn't count. They beat North Carolina. Like, in a normal year, beating North Carolina means – Nothing. Mm-hmm. You hear me? Nothing. Who's the, the murderer's row that Notre Dame has beaten? Duke, South Florida, Florida State, Louisville, Pitt, Georgia Tech, Boston College, North Carolina, like I mentioned, Clemson, like I mentioned, and Syracuse. Right. Like, you're giving me a schedule of absolute also-rans. Like, you might as well have gone and played in the Mountain West. Right or you might as well have gone and played an FCS schedule mm-hmm. with that ACC schedule. You did nothing, Notre Dame. You have no and and some of those games, Louisville twelve to seven, Georgia Tech thirty one to thirteen, Duke twenty seven to thirteen. Listen, you ain't got a chance. Right, they're gonna get absolutely embarrassed in the bowl game. Do you agree with me though, as far as? With, with the human element, the way it currently is set up with the college football playoff committee, I think any time that Notre Dame gets close and they're on the fence now, I think the outcome of this game is going to impact them. Oh, absolutely, because it's, it's one of those things like, listen, you can't – the schedule is the schedule and everything, 
but people are going to look at who Notre Dame beat. Now it's going to be a different scenario if they have a tougher schedule, right? Like if you, if in the future, if USC is back and they play USC, if, if some of those other crossovers that they tend to have, assuming that they don't join the ACC full time, uh, so you know some of that they'll they'll get a little bit of credit for it. But I mean, I think that yeah, you're right because. Honestly, they should have looked at the situation with how they played Clemson before. And I understand, like, just the fact that, you know, they played Clemson twice, they won once, they lost once, that it's hard to keep them out. But I think, yeah, in the future, they're going to look at them and say, you've got one loss or, you know, you're undefeated, but against two, well, you're better off joining a conference. So it's, it's really difficult for the sake that they joined a conference and they lost the conference and they're still in. Uh, I think this might be the impetus, or maybe not right away. It might take a couple of years, but it might be the impetus to get Notre Dame to have to join a conference because, yeah, they might go undefeated against a really weak schedule and not get in because of what's going to happen on Friday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got it, it, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Isaiah, where can people find you and hear you, my friend? Uh, they can hear me at uh, Locked On Wolverines. Uh, they can find me at WolverinesWire.usatoday.com at Isaiah Hole on any platform that includes Pinterest, folks. Any platform. How often do you repin things? Uh, I don't. Is but that I created a Pinterest like ten years ago, just because I thought it was something I was going to need for social media. Right. That's it. H- hadn't gone that way. Nope. No, uh, I'll start pinning things though. If people want, if that's what the people demand, I'll start doing it. Is that not is is that why you're up at uh, till three a.m. every morning? It, it, yeah, I'm usually just finding macrame stuff to pin, um, yeah. <laughs> arts and crafts like right. the the most Michael's craftsy, you know, construction paper and Elmer's glue stuff. Totally, totally. Big DIY guy, Isaiah Hull. You can follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. You can follow uh, Locked On Auburn. On Twitter um, at Locked On Auburn, and it's on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. And of course, you can listen to Locked On Auburn every day wherever you get your podcast. Our colleagues will be back tomorrow right here on Locked On College Football. You are Locked On College Football, your daily podcast on all things college football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh-huh.